We are live. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome back to the Invincible FC podcast. And today, we are going to do end of season awards. Why are we doing end of season awards at the beginning of the season? Because we're geniuses and we already know what's going to happen. So let's get into it. (laughs) I can't Uh, How do you feel about me calling us geniuses, Josh? You think that was accurate? Eh. Considering last year's predictions, uh, I wouldn't say completely, but we're visionaries for a few of them. I mean, hey, man. 90% we get wrong, but for those 10, for that 10%, you know, we'll take credit for them. Don't let your own lack of success harm your confidence, okay? <laughs> Damn right. That's that's what I always say anyways. Um, I got the kitten with me again. If you guys hear her squealing a little bit, she's being very annoying. She's back to full health. So she's got a lot of energy, and every moment that I'm not playing with her, she's going crazy. So right. it might be a bit of an interesting one. I love but that because we'll I got do our dog best here with me too. So you got the dog with you? Okay, yep, cool. She is just getting into her playtime. So, yeah. <laughs> well, this is <laughs> we'll this is a, uh, a pet sponsored podcast <laughs> yeah. right here. Yeah, um, this is sponsored by PetSmart. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That's my guy. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll market ourselves to them. They'll, they'll come through. Um, but regardless, so we're going to go over um, w- what awards we have for you today. Um, we'll start with a couple of predictions for some cup competitions. So we'll have the FA Cup mm-hmm. prediction, the Carabao Cup prediction, um, player of the season, young player of the year. We're going to go for player. young player of the year needs to be under 21, uh, 21 or under by the end of the season, uh, yeah. excluding players like Bukayo Saka um, yep. for obvious reasons. Um, most improved, signing of the summer. And then team of the season. We'll run through our lineups for that. Let us do it. Uh, why don't we start with the cup competitions? Josh, I, I know that some people may not be too surprised by this because you already posted your predictions on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, but where do you think the FA Cup is headed? Um, I think it is headed to Merseyside. I think Liverpool is going to win it. Um, they won it a couple of years ago. This Take these with a grain of salt, to be fair. I think the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup, it all depends on, you know, luck of the draw and however anything ends up. You know, the the two teams I have facing in the final could face in the first round. I mean, you you never really know. Um, But I just, I I feel like it'll come back to Liverpool. They're going to have an an uptick in the Premier League and I think they're going to, they're going to come away with it in, in in a cup competition and the FA Cup is a great way to do it. Um, unfortunately, I have them beating Arsenal. I have Arsenal finishing runners-up just because I think they will go far in one of the two cup competitions. One of the three cup competitions. Uh, I'm talking domestically, but yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll win the Champions League. It's fine. Well, let's not talk about Shield competitions because we're talking <laughs> we're about talk Shield about competitions. Then <laughs> we've already got one, so it's kind we of... We have to talk about the biggest trophy in the world. It's already happened. Uh, my, my personal prediction, I think Newcastle are going to win the FA Cup. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be a great first year in Europe for them, but I think that it's an organization that's hungry for a trophy. It's hungry for success. The FA Cup is attainable for their level. It really is. So I think that, um, you know, with possibly a little extra focus, they will win the FA Cup this year. Fair enough. Who do they have? Be- who are they going to be? Um. It'll be one of the traditional big six, but not one of the ones that's like really, really good right now. Maybe like Man United. Fair enough. So to get the redemption from last year's Carabao Cup. Exactly. Fair enough. Uh, they haven't won a title in a, any trophy in a very, very long time. 
but it's coming well, for them for sure. I, I was gonna say people should get ready because it's gonna happen a lot in the near future. Seems like it. Um, Seems like it. Unfortunately enough. <laughs> uh, all right, and then the Carabao Cup. Let's move on to that. I'll go first this time. I have Man City winning the Carabao Cup. They're a little light as a squad this year, which is never a great indicator for Carabao Cup victories. But I mean, Pep's one of the only high-level managers that seems to really care about this trophy, even a little bit. And I, I think that you know, in a year when City will probably only win two trophies, this will be one of them. <laughs> only two. Only two, oh. bro. It'll, it'll <laughs> only be a double. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I also wait. Who do you have uh, them beating? Oh, um, you always ask me these questions. That I'm, I'm not ready for. Um, <laughs> I guess someone. Someone, uh, Brighton, Brighton. No way. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> I have Manchester City knocking off Aston Brighton. Villa. Villa. You know, it's funny. Basically, what I said when I was making my Premier League table predictions and the cup predictions was either Brighton or Villa. Whichever team has a better season in the league, they're going to fight for the top four. The worst season, they're going to probably be in the lower half of the of the top ten. But one of, but that team's going to go far in one of the cup competitions. So Brighton or Villa, great picks either way. Um, I have Man City beating Brighton in, in the um, Carabao Cup final, mainly because I don't even have City winning the league. And when was the last time they went a season without winning any trophies or one of the two cups? I think it's been a very, very long time. Um, so they just kind of have to. Um, and Brighton's going to make a good run in the cup. And I think they're going to fight in Europe pretty well. Um, still don't know who's going to be on this team, um, but it's it's definitely looking like it's going to be promising for them. They have a promising squad, good business from head to toe, and deserves an awesome manager. So absolutely, through that, um, mm-hmm. player of the year. Um, this one, I feel like it's almost. I don't know. You you can go ahead. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. Well, I know what people are going to expect. Um, who's probably got about 80% of the vote for it already. Um, but you're going to like my one. And this is because, of course, this is often influenced by the Premier League title winner. Um, so I think the best player on the title winner, which I have as Arsenal, will be Bukayo Saka. Um, I think he's going to have near 20 goals and, and double-digit assists. Um, and I think that's going to be good enough for him. I, I think Holland's going to, nice. you know, probably double his goal tally, but um, but he's just he's going to, I mean, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt because his team's going to win the league. Um, I do have William Saliba up there. I think he might if if he really has a season, plays every minute. Um, I, I I could see him having a similar season, maybe not just at the level, but you know, approaching the level of Van Dyke's eighteen nineteen season. There's a long way to do that, but if he can be as flawless as he was for a lot of last season, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hard to disagree with that. It really, really is. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I like that prediction. I am going to go with Erling Holland just because it feels dumb not to, mm-hmm. not to insult you're, your prediction. Cause I love it. And I think it's you're amazing. probably right about it. You're probably right. I'm but, not, but you know what? I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. That's what we'll say. Um, moving on, young player of the year. I've um, had. I still. I still have two names on my list because I have. I can't decide. Should I go? 
Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pick. I'm gonna Rico Lewis. Ooh, okay. My other name was Levi Colwell, in case anyone was curious. Okay. But those were the two that I kind of. The two I think Rico Lewis. I mean, the time is time is right for him to to swoop in on this city squad. They're weak in his position. Mm-hmm. He has a real chance to to make a play and and solidify himself as a high level young English player. Um. Those are both good picks, and I absolutely think he could. The question is, how much does he play? Um, I think he'll get a more of an elevated role. They were City was considering shipping off Kyle Walker, which would have potentially meant he starts. Um, he he has a bright future, but I'm still not sure if he's going to get enough minutes to be able to win that. Um, he can now, play both both fullback positions. Though. Yeah, he could. He could. That's true. I, I was I was a little bit worried with it though when I saw that he did not I mean he was on the bench in the in the community shield and did not feature he didn't come in um, yeah. again it's preseason but I feel like if he's really experimenting you know he's gonna at least try to put him in see what he can do um, but yes I think if he plays a lot I think he's a he's a fantastic player he has a ton of potential and that's a great pick um, I was considering a f- quite a few players. Um, I-, I really wanted it to be U21 by the end of the season because it's much easier to pick it. Um, if, you know, it's U21 now, it's, you know, anybody you consider young, then you can just do Holland. It's, when it's really, you know, like this, it, you, you, you get true, true young players. Um, I considered a few players. I was looking at Evan Ferguson. I, I think Brighton has a ton of these guys. Um, I think Julio and CISO is going to win it. Um, he's such a good pick yeah and and with Caicedo surely out the door um actually I didn't realize he young. might be official yes um, how old is he he's 19 he's 19 no years old. way yes he, he yeah he's he's unbelievable yep and I didn't even know of him a year ago um and he came in halfway through the season a perfect example of one of those Brighton you know starlets um yeah he he, he doesn't turn 20 until January um he is he is a phenomenal talent. He scored some world class goals, um, you know, in, in his instant breakthrough into the Premier League. So I think he's going to keep it up, and I think he's going to be one of the better midfielders in the league next season. Um, there, he does face competition for Young Player of the Year for sure, but I think he's the guy. That's a solid prediction, right there, mate. Thank you. That was a very solid prediction. I will be completely transparent. I did not realize how young NCSO was. <laughs> I was thinking more like up and coming player than that. But yeah. to be fair, only because I didn't realize. That's fair. Just what I mean, Brighton's crazy. Brighton's just Brighton's <laughs> on a different kind of vibe than everybody else. We're talking up and coming. Okay. Yeah, someone who hasn't played much than Rico Lewis is a great pick for sure. By the way. Um, okay. So moving on. Because we do have other things to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Boot. I believe to come up with a second prediction for this one. Because we yes. both agreed that the first prediction was just a little too obvious. So, um, after Erling Holland, who do you have getting second in the Golden Boot? <laughs> How do you know I have Erling Holland winning it? The, um, uh, <laughs> like I, can, I consulted a psychic before this episode started. She told me. you really? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to. She told um, me I should pick Holland, too. You know, it's, you know, it's really interesting. And I talked to you about this, you know, a few, about an hour ago is that um, we were, you know, we were about to record earlier and Harry Kane was a Tottenham player at that point. And now it looks like, you know, Kane is leaning towards leaving Tottenham. So that changes things a lot, certainly in this conversation. 
Um, and it does basically confirm that Erling Holland will win the Golden Boot. Um, you know, my runner-up is Ollie Watkins. No I, way, dude! Or, I said Watkins too. Really? I mean, I there's a I reason. Was being cheeky with it too. There's a reason. You know what? Then I will. I will follow it up with a third. How about that? Go for it, Alexander Isak. I think Ooh, he's bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Twenty goals, you said? I think he could. And you're, this isn't the last you're going to hear of the of him in this pod. I'll tell you that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm excited. Then I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear more about him mm-hmm. uh, from you. Uh, let's let's hop on then because we've got two more awards and then we'll mm-hmm. do team of the season. Um, most improved. Who do you think will win? I just said his name, Alexander Isak. I think he could <laughs> he could get up to twenty goals and maybe seven or so assists. I think he's going to be unbelievable next season with you know, just a revamped midfield, a front three that's absolutely lethal. I don't know if he's going to be a left winger or a striker, but he is going to terrorize defenses. Um, and I think Nciso could be up there. Um, I do think Amadou Onana of Everton, I think he's going to improve a lot. Um, but I would put Alexander Isak top of the list. That That's – that's a pretty solid prediction, mate. Um, well, I went a very different route than mine. Um, and I picked Harry Maguire. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew you were going to uh... say that. No, I think, I, think, I think this is a solid. Because Maguire obviously had a bad <laughs> couple, had a bad stint at Man United. Yeah. But when he was at Leicester, he was an excellent player. When he played for England in the World Cup in 2018, actually, even in 2022, he did pretty good. He's mm-hmm. a good player. He just hasn't played well at Man United, and he doesn't seem to fit that team or the culture. But this move to West Ham that he's secured, I think we're going to see the old Maguire back, baby. I think I, I think Maguire comes back, and it looks like one of, of not the best center backs in the one of the best center backs in London, probably, and one of the better center backs in the league by the end of the season. I don't I don't hate that pick, and I see why you say it, and there is potential there, but I just don't think Harry Maguire is all that even you know, for England or for Leicester. I think for Leicester, he was a young player who scored a couple goals, and he showed some signs. I don't think he was that like high quality. For England, I think he works in the system well, and he's done, he does do a lot better, and I do think Man United shattered his confidence, but I don't think he can be all the way up there. Most improved, though? Fair. I think he will improve for sure. So I don't think it's a bad prediction, but not what I would have done. Clearly, because you didn't go for it. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, and yeah. I've just gotten the notification. Spain-Netherlands has started in the Women's World Cup. There we go. Uh, so all. probably have to try and catch it the recording because that is a match I'm very interested in. Um, <laughs> we'll be watching hardcore rooting against England since this Lauren James situation. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was it wasn't good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, signing of the yep. summer, man. Um, yeah, go for it. And this is another one where I've written two names down, uh, but I'm gonna have to commit myself to one, and I'm going to say Alexis McAllister to Liverpool. Mm. I think I think that that it, it just that move just reeks of perfect fit. It just mm. reeks perfect fit. They need exactly what he provides in their midfield, and he's an excellent player. They got him on a bargain price. Uh, 
I think I think it's a perfect fit. That's not a bad pick at all. Um, as as we're recording this, by the way, uh, there's a big saga between Liverpool and Chelsea over Caicedo. If he goes to Liverpool, um, does that change things? Does that you know help things? What do you think? No, no, not really, and not because of the player himself. I'm not like I wouldn't stand here and pretend that I think Alexis McAllister is a better player than Moaz Caicedo, but I do think that Caicedo is going to go for a hundred million. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we're talking about the signing as a whole, right? I know. Not player. I'm so, not. I'm not saying if whether Caicedo makes for a better signing. I'm saying discussing... that changes his performance. McAllister's performance? If Caicedo goes to Liverpool. I guess a little bit. But not enough, worse? I think. Yeah, not enough that I think that. I think the price that right. they're getting him at and the quality of player that he is, it's going to be really hard to upset the the balance there for him. I, I mean, I think okay. Caicedo comes in and changes the dynamic. But mm-hmm. then you're looking at a completely new look midfield for Liverpool because the, the, the starting three at that point becomes McAllister, Sabaslai, and Caicedo. Maybe Sabaslai. McCall yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Um McAllister and Caicedo, it's not like they've never played together before. Right. They're teammates right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean I like I it's sure. not that I, I don't actually think that Caicedo coming into that midfield would hurt his performances at all. I think it would allow him to keep playing just as well as he has. Absolutely. You're not wrong. It would be really cool to watch, actually, because that would be a formidable midfield of players that have just been put together. That will be lethal. It will be. It really, really will be. Who was your other – who were you debating between? Onana. Andre Onana? Onana to, to Man United, yeah. I think it's a, that's a fantastic signing. I agree. It really is a fantastic I signing. I actually had him up there. Um, I could not pick him as the signing for the summer simply because I don't think United's going to do well. Um, yeah. And I think he's going to save them many times, and he's going to be a massive upgrade to De Gea. But I think you know it's just not going to be enough because it's not going to have enough of an effect. And that's what, in the end, what made me decide to go. Right. right. Um, I think uh, Urian Timber's up there, um, potentially. Um, it depends how much he plays and um, where exactly he plays. My signing this summer, Pau Torres. And this is a big reason why I have Aston Villa finishing in the top four. Um, I think Pau Torres is going to be, like, unbreakable almost. I, I think he, he's going to go alongside – I'm not sure if it's going to be Mings or uh, or um, Kanza, but he is a fantastic defender. I've always been a massive fan of his. Um, and I think he's he, – he under um, – under uh, Unai Emery is I, I and he's played under him before. It, it just will be a match made in heaven. That's that's a really good shout, man. I love that. Pau Torres, excellent player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that that's a really good call. I love that. Um, yeah, okay, great. Um, a little outside the box. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, Josh. That's even your real name. Um. <laughs> Let's move on to team of the season predictions. Who is going to be your goalkeeper at the end of the season? Best goalkeeper of the season. You just said it. Andre Onana. Ooh, I love that. I went for Allison. Okay. okay. I just think Liverpool are due for an uptake in form, and a lot of their players are going to are going to kind of come back a little bit. 
I think he's probably going to end this season, you know, in, in the the official teams of the season because again, mm-hmm. a, a team that finishes seventh is probably not going to have a keeper there. I just think Onana's going to do the best. Yeah, that that's probably fair. Don't love, s- and yeah. we'll evaluate our own teams of the season at the end mm-hmm. and come up with what we you know collectively right. think makes the most sense. Right. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I like that. I went for Allison. It's good. Liverpool, I've taken for him, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, name me your defense. Let's start with fullbacks. Name me your fullbacks. I, I feel basic going with this, but it, it's tough not to. I have um, Andy Robertson, Robertson, um, left back, and Reese James, right back. It's tough because I think Timber's going to be up there. I think Trippier could go back. Estupinian uh, from Brighton. I think there's a lot of competition, but I think James is gonna, if he stays healthy, is going to be right up there. He's their, Chelsea's captain now. And we, again, with Liverpool coming back, I think Robertson is the guy. Yeah, I I agree with you on Robertson. Uh, I did actually go for Kieran Trippier hmm. uh, for Newcastle at right back. I think he's shown a lot, a lot of high quality in the last couple of in the last season hmm. and a half. He's yeah. been playing for Newcastle. Uh, he's been a leader for that team. And now that they're on a big stage, um, I don't know. I don't see him shying away or backing down or, or, or messing that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's he's a good player. He's got a level head, and uh, he's going to lead them through whatever version of Champions League journey they end up on. Right. Absolutely. It's a good call. Who are your center backs? Oh, my center backs. I have big man Gabriel. Ooh. And Yaska Gavardiol. Not bad. There, is Gavardiol righty or lefty? I I don't care. Those those are going to be the two best center backs in the league. Fair man. enough. Fair enough. Not bad shouts. Not bad shouts. I consider. Do you do, do you intersect with me on either? No. I, I expected as much. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Me and you keep flipping back and forth between Gabriel and Saliba. You know, you were high on Gabrielle. I was higher on Saliba. And then team of the season came out. I had Gabrielle. You had Saliba. You have mm-hmm. Gabrielle this year. I have Saliba. Saliba right back as, I mean, you'd expect me with me considering him for player of the year um, alongside Pau Torres. I think he's going to come right in and be flawless. That would be, that would be pretty cool, man. I would enjoy that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just realizing I don't have any players outside of the traditional big six clubs except Trippier. I so, always like to like to try to work stuff out like that. I like that about your picks. I do enjoy that. But it's it's less likely to be accurate, to be fair. Mm, yeah, well, we'll see at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to have to do that. Um, okay, moving on to the midfield. Uh, true to my word from earlier, I do have Alexis McAllister in my midfield. Okay. I have a, I have a pep in the Champions League final against Chelsea-style midfield here. I've got Alexis McAllister, Martin Odegaard, and Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to say Enzo Fernandez when you mentioned uh, you mentioned the World Cup? No, no, no. I said, like, I said, yeah. Pep, I just blanked out for a second. Remember Pep in the, <laughs> when Man City played Chelsea in the Oh, my God. Five, yeah. Started three attacking midfielders. Yeah. That's what I'm Three attacking midfielders. But my defense is kind of yeah. OP, though. So Fair enough. Know. Fair enough. Um, I've gone for the exact same midfield three as last year as 
I predicted, as we both predicted, I think, and as was the actual team of the year in Rodri, De Bruyne, Odegaard. I think that's just the best three midfielders in their respective positions. Weird prediction. You think? Weird prediction. No, 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 not calling you a weird prediction. I have a weird prediction for you. Oh, okay, okay. Probably. Something's going to happen with Rodri this year. He won't play a complete season. Did he get hurt or he got suspended or what? Suspension, some argument with Pep. I don't know what it's going to be. I just have a weird feeling about him. Save this, everybody. Rodri will not play this season. Really weird. weird. He plays more than 20 matches for City this year. I'll be surprised. Really? Mm, Maybe 30. But I'll be I'll be surprised if it's more than thirty. I will. Well, I'll come back to this when Something, he plays all thirty-eight. I get that. Dude, <laughs> you know, these gut feelings. My mom used to get them too. That's how she always catch me when I was doing something wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just I sometimes I get you got to rock with your gut, man. That's fair enough. Fair um, enough. Okay. Uh, all right, cool. Well, I guess that that kind of leads us to the attack. Um, I will steal your thunder and go first on this one That's again. It. Um, and on this one, we are going to disagree a little bit, and it's going to go the opposite of the way that it did when we were talking about last year's team of the season. Yeah. At the end of the season, um, I've gone. Uh, we're going from right to left here. Mohamed mm-hmm. Salah, Erling Holland, and Marcus Rashford. Wow. It's not. It's not a particularly optimistic pick from an Arsenal fan's perspective, but mm-hmm. it's what I think it's going to happen. You think Saka is going to dip in form? Or it's just. Too hard to compete with Salah. I think Salah's going to go back to who he was. Uh, like, I think he'll be a Golden Boot, con- not contender, but like second place Golden Boot contender. He'll be up there, yeah. I like he's going to score a boatload of goals this year. Yeah, I think Salah would be worthy of team of the season if I didn't have Saka winning player of the season. Yeah, man. Um, and I mean, at the end of the year, hopefully, I'll I'll be sitting here like, dang, yeah, I underestimated Saka, and he was better than Salah. Mm-hmm. Um. But right now, I mean, last year I doubted Salah. And for the first half of the season, he made me look really smart. And the second half of the season, he made me look like a complete idiot. So I don't want to yeah. get caught in that again. Fair. So uh, I prefer to just say, yeah, Salah's going to have a good year. And I think he'll be player of the, of the year at right wing. Fair Not like the year, but he'll be the best right wing. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, well, I've kind of already given mine away, um, considering we know it's going to be Saka wide right, Holland up front. And I've gone for Isak on the left because I think he's going to play on the left a bit. Um, and I just think he's going to be just lethal. Um, interestingly enough, I didn't even consider Rashford. I, I He wasn't even, even in my top three for left wingers. Um, I, I think he might – actually, now with, with Hoyland, he's probably not going to play as much up front. I was, I was thinking that maybe he'd play a little bit up front, but um, – yeah, I think I think it's gonna be Isak out wide left, and you know I think Son's gonna have a resurgence this season, especially with with no Kane. He's gonna be forced to have an elevated role. Maybe he won't get as many assists, but um, I think he's gonna score a lot of goals. I've um, been struggling with that. I'm not sure. What's that? I've been struggling with that because yeah. when I was predict, I was picking out the episode that we're gonna do next. Mm-hmm. I was trying to decide if I was going to put one of them in my predictions. And I realized I just don't know what's going to happen with Sun at all this year. Like, he could get way better or way worse, and either one wouldn't. I think either one could happen. I think he's just going to – he's not going to – 
he's probably going to be more of a target man and not that he's going to be playing the nine, but he's going to be forward a lot and they're going to be trying to send balls behind. I mean, they still have James Madison who's going to be feeding him balls, I think. And I think he's going to get a lot of chances. I think he'll score a few more goals. I don't think he'll be back to the old son, you know, with prime son and Kane a couple of years ago. Um, but I think he's going to score more and assist less. Um, so I think he'll be, up there among the better left wingers, not the best because I think Martinelli also is going to be right up there as well. Oh man, I do think that as well. Um, Martinelli was definitely in my consideration, yeah. um, but I think he's going to face competition for his spot from Lander Trust. True, true as well. It's dip a little true bit as well. It's not it's enough that season. like I don't think he's going to have a great season, but I don't know if he's going to play enough to be oh. in consideration for best left winger of the season. Right. Uh, but we'll see. You know, we will no see. Grealish there. No Grealish. Dude, I was looking at – dude, people think Grealish is so good. And he's like – he's fine. He's a good player. He's good. Good player. But he was better at Aston Villa when he was the mm-hmm. the creative man. Now that he's at City, yeah. he's winning stuff. He's only scoring like four goals a season. Yeah. Only he's hot shit. He's about as many as – many, uh... Drunk parades as he has goals. Honestly, bro. <laughs> but to be fair, he's winning them. He's winning them. He is. He is. But, yeah, there's not much we can say. Mm-hmm. All right, Nate. Uh, thanks for chatting with me. This was good. Thank you. We'll get this we'll get this out to the people as soon as possible. Yes, sir. Um, whoever listens to this late on Thursday night, why are you up so late, you weirdo? Um, we're going to have another one out tomorrow for you to listen to as well. Yes, we will. Peace. See ya.